I think for me, especially in the SDR role, you just have to know that you can't take anything that people say to you personally. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Welcome to the Flip My Funnel Podcast. Jim and Brad Egg is doing. Doing good, doing good. Glad to be here. Yeah, doing very good. Glad to finally be on the podcast. <laughs> finally. I didn't think uh, we were ever going to get an invite, yeah. Brad. What were you thinking? I was getting worried. (laughs) So uh, in general, I I feel like most people who are listening to this podcast are in marketing or sales and and trying to understand like how things work. And the reason I have Brad and Jim, because they were one of the very early hires of Terminus, (laughs) who really helped Terminus, you know, kind of get their first early start. And, And both of them come from a very different background. Like, neither of you guys are in marketing technology. Yeah. Neither of you guys have been in, uh, in a specific MarTech, MarTech per se. And, and I know, like, you know, Brad, you've been in, like, a finance and accounting yep. uh, kind of stuff. And, Jim, you're in, like, life insurance stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's just, let, why don't you guys just share a little bit about, like, starting with Jim, you know, what was, uh, what were you doing? What got you into an SDR? And same thing for Brad. And then what this podcast is going to be all about is figuring out what does a, a day in a life of an SDR will look like, right? So we want to let everybody understand how the most thankless job in the B2B space <laughs> really feels like. And I think you guys can and do talk about it. So Jim, do you want to just share yeah. your background and how do you got into, into SDR? Yeah, definitely. So as Sangram said uh, before this, I was selling insurance. <laughs> so it really prepared me a lot for the SDR role, I think. Uh, at least what most people think about the SDR role is, you know, just making a ton of calls, sending a ton of emails, Um, So I was at State Farm for almost two years, and then uh, I moved to an independent insurance agency after that. Um, What uh, what really kind of got me thinking about my future role was just honestly – I was working really, really hard. Yeah. Jim was, is like the hardest working person. In, like He's like or the first person to come in the office, the last person to leave. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it did obviously. That. Yeah, like it, we all can confirm that. It's, we, try, we have bets like who's going to be Jim today getting the office. Well, you know what kind of got me on that track was when I first started selling State Farm Insurance, the guy that I was working for, the minimum hours that like you had to be there were 8 in the morning to 8 p.m. Yeah. So like that was like if you – like those were your set hours. Yeah. So I just kind of thought that was normal to like get in really early, leave really late. And I was like, man, I am working really, really hard. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I want to provide a better lifestyle than I currently was uh, able to produce as an insurance uh, guy. And so I, uh, I had a, a buddy that was working for a big cloud company. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who is that? I don't know. And, uh, and uh, you know, he's like, have you ever thought about tech sales? I was like, I really, you know, I've seen these like best places to work and they all always seem to be there. Yeah. So um, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk. And, yeah. you know, I ended up going through a ton of different interviews. And at the time, it, you know, it was really frustrating because I was like, I know I can do this job. Like, yeah. Uh, but didn't end up getting any of those. And that's how kind of how I met Lucas. Yeah, Lucas is in the house. Surprise guest. So that's how I met Lucas was through that process. 
and, you know, just heard about everything that was going on here with Terminus through him and Brad. Brad was actually my buddy from my grad school days at UGA. Was it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Jim is my single greatest contribution to the Terminus. <laughs> Love that. So through Lucas and Brad, I found out about Terminus and, like, talked to my wife, Anna Lynn. Um, she was like, this actually feels like a much better opportunity for you. Yeah. I know you like, you know, being in smaller sized places instead of really big. Um, and so through Lucas and Brad was able to to be here at Terminus and like could not have asked for a better place to be. I've loved Man, it. You've done incredible work, <laughs> dude. That's awesome. So Brad, what, so I know you were in finance. You and I worked at Parda, yeah. you know, and, but we were in the MarTech space, but you were in finance. What got you into SDR kind of role? Yeah, I was going to say, unlike Jim, I was not working 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. I was, I was in an accounting role at Pardot where I was getting massages day and, and eating, eating catered lunches. But Oh, maybe you were looking at the paychecks of like the sales team. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that, that probably, yeah. I, I hate to admit it, that probably had, a, probably had an impact. But yeah, so I worked in... I uh, worked at Pardot for about two years doing accounting and, and another job after that before Terminus in, in finance and accounting. And I'd say what what drew me to Terminus and to the SDR role was just a desire to be honestly in something that was more challenging and more engaging. I just I didn't have much of a vision for a, a long term career in what I was doing. And, and I had been exposed to the SDR role and yeah. to, to software sales at Pardot and was just really I was just drawn to it. I was yeah. intrigued by it. There was a small part of it that intimidated me, but I think that drew me to it even more. I thought, you know what, I can I can do this. So yep. as I was thinking about what the next step would be, I just decided, you know, what, I want to be an SDR for a software company, and so I started uh, kind of looking to see what is out what was out there. I interviewed at a few different places and didn't get hired, and then the opportunity terms came yeah. about. Uh, I had worked also with Tony Bennett at, at Pardot as well, and she was hiring yep. uh, SDRs at Terminus. So. I applied and, and she gave me a chance and, and the rest is history. Man, you guys have done phenomenal, right? <laughs> so one of the big reasons I wanted both of you guys to be on this podcast is because there's a lot of B2B sales and, and marketing people. And I don't know if people understand what it takes to be an incredible SDR. Now, you guys have gone through an incredible success path. You're now AEs. But I want you guys to take a step back and, and just share with the world what is a day in a life of an SDR look like? You know, wake up in the morning, you brush your brush your teeth and go. <laughs> so I'll I'll go first, or I'll share at least one idea, and you can yeah. you can jump in while I think of another. But the first thing that comes to, m- to mind for me is just being consistent with whatever your daily or weekly process is, mm-hmm. um, and being committed to be disciplined to follow through with what whatever activities it is that you have to complete each day. Um, so as I think back to my time in the SDR role. I mean, really day in, day out, I, I had this set, pretty much the same structure of when I was making calls, when I was making emails. Um, with, with We use SalesLoft Cadence, so with whatever whatever tools you use, you know, having your list of activities when you come in for the for each day, knowing, hey, this is what I need to do today, and just being consistent. Yeah. Plug away each day. Some, some, everybody has a different capacity. I know you used to always talk to us, saying <laughs> about, hey, every every rep has a has a different capacity for activities. Jim's is Jim's is higher than mine. Maybe yeah. that's okay. Um, but just every <laughs> day is being committed to, hey, these yeah. are the people I'm going to follow up with. These are the people I'm going to reach out to. And talking about previous experience and how that yeah. prepared me for the role. You know, part of accounting and finance is just 
organization and being detail oriented and, and sticking with processes. So that um, really, you brought that experience of finance yeah. and accounting to your SDR process, which is, yeah. I think, other people who may may not even have those skills because of that. Yeah, I think that was a, a what I looked at for me personally as one of my strengths. I, I thought, you know, I might not be the most charismatic or yeah. winsome person on the phone, but I can be organized and stick to a process and know that, hey, Beautiful. if I if I complete these activities and, and am diligent about following up, I'm going to, you know, accomplish what I need to accomplish each each week and each month. Yeah, love mm-hmm. that. Focusing on strengths. It's awesome. Yeah. Jim? To kind of piggyback off what Brad said, I feel like to be a successful SDR, you know, there's no set background, mm-hmm. right? People in this role can succeed and do amazingly well in a variety of different places that they've come. Brad Mm -hmm. came from finance. I came from insurance. Like I think as long as you are hungry, you're willing to do the work, you're teachable, like being able to take the processes that Lucas and Tony had in place when we got Mm -hmm. here. Like if you just do these things and you put in the work that it takes you aren't afraid of rejection, I think would be the third thing. <laughs> <laughs> but how talk about rejections. Like how many rejections oh, do you man. get on a daily basis? Because like that, the way I think about how many phone calls do I I mean, I feel like that's like nervous laugh right here. Like, you know, I know it, it happens, right? And I think like SDR is by far the most thankless job on the planet, right? Because you're grinding it out day in and day out. You are, and I remember like, you know, Lucas used to talk about this all the time. It wasn't, especially in the very early days, the demand gen machine and engine mm-hmm. of our early growth of Terminus. So I know how hard everybody worked. Uh, but at the same time, like what always makes me wonder is that, and, and I don't think many people appreciate or understand, and people who might be in marketing or executives in the company, you know, they may not recognize this fact, but every month it goes back to zero, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and then you have to like, you know, start again uh, on day one and like you have to go through it and you miss a couple of months and all of a sudden you're in a hole. Mm-hmm. Right, regardless of you being a successful for the last eight months or year. So how how did you guys kind of overcome that re- those rejections? Because I think it's a character building process, really. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. I think for me, especially in the SDR role, you just have to know that you can't take anything that people say to you personally. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let, were, let it just roll. Yeah, we were actually just talking about an instance like uh, on the that. sales floor. And I was like, man, you just cannot take this personally. <laughs> like this person either like maybe they had a bad morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had a, you know, a bad week, bad month. Like and they're just sometimes people get frustrated and like I do it myself. I'll get mad at Anna Lynn when I'm really mad about something else. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. similar situations to that. Like you just have to, you know, if you did something that was over the line or maybe you felt or maybe they felt like it was, you know, to can, yeah. like just say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry about that, you know, and try to do better next time and not right. take it personally. But you can't have a long memory as an SDR. <laughs> you just have to like, you have to keep going, keep going. and not take it personally. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Uh, to that point, I think that's something that Terminus's SDR team does really well is make making light of some of the hard stuff. <laughs> you guys like take it around like, cool. hey, look what this guy said to me. Like so yeah. early on when when Jim and I were in the role, we kind of started this weekly bulldoze competition. We we called it getting bulldozed when somebody just you you cold called someone on the phone and they, they just, just really yeah. um, so we, we would yeah we bought a bulldozer toy and you, we would just you really have a, didn't we buy a bulldozer toy <laughs> and we had we you know all all of our calls are recorded so we would when when we had a 
rough call. We would share it, and <laughs> and each week we'd vote on who's you know, who got crushed <laughs> oh the hardest. Goodness. So just making a lot of it and reminding reminding each other that you're all in it together. You're humbling yourself every time. Yeah. yeah, it just kind of makes it more fun. And but the other thing that I was thinking about while Jim was was talking was in terms of remembering your the value that the SCR team has is is just remembering and focusing on the the positives too and yeah. the wins when you do call somebody at the, just the right time and they're actually researching whatever solution it is that your company's selling and, and they didn't know about your company and they're really excited to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Those aren't the majority of calls, but they happen. And, and honestly, they happen more than I would have thought coming into the role. People were yeah. more willing to talk than I would have expected before I'd ever been an SDR. Um, and I think it was it's helpful to to focus on those and remember that and say, hey, even if this is only one out of 10 or one out of 50 or one out of 100 calls, it still matters and so, and what I'm doing is valuable to my organization, and it's value yeah. to the organizations that that You're we're selling we're to, selling yeah. to. Yeah. And, and it's helpful. So you have to focus on the it's the minority, but you have yeah. to focus on those wins, and so you don't get weighed down by by all the losses. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of I don't know who said it, but the saying of like you know every no is getting you to that one person <laughs> that day, or yeah. the two people that day that are going to say yes, I'm interested, and and not like focusing on what happened in the past, looking mm-hmm. forward to the future. Yeah, you're getting closer to the success because mm-hmm. if, if that's how many no's you get, like that means you're about to get a yes in like the next 10 shots, nine shots, exactly. eight shots. If what? I can just make one more call, <laughs> this person hopefully will pick up and say, yeah, you know, yeah. just and, keep and it a no's better than no no communication, no <laughs> answer, yeah. right? At yeah, least, okay, great, closer. I'm not going to call this person anymore. Yeah. That saves me a little bit of time or yeah. it gives me time to call somebody else. That's awesome, man. All right, so let me wrap up this one because we're trying to keep it for 10, 15 minutes for people to just get to know who you are and really the day in the life in SDR because I do believe that that it's one of the toughest jobs in B2B space. Like I think people just don't appreciate it as much as they should. And you guys have just done a phenomenal job uh, here at Terminus and helped me appreciate the role more than I've ever had in my in my career. So the things that I learned from this conversation is first of all, I love the fact don't take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I think people, no matter what role they are in whatever organization, it's it's not personal, right? You, you know, when people have challenges in their team conversations or stuff, I think people can take it like, look. We're all trying to do something good. We're all trying to provide for our families and we're all passionate about something. So not taking it personally could just mean that, you know, just, you can have more communication around it. So I think that was a really, really good. Uh, I like highlighted that one. I'm going to make a poster on like a t-shirt. <laughs> Don't take it personally, man. Uh, I love that. The second one was really the mindset, right? Like Brad, as you talked about, right, you know, looking at the glass half full. Every time as you're going through the motions of it, don't look behind, just look forward and just have a very good mindset. And then the last part, I think most people, I didn't realize it until you both showed up here at Terminus was you being an an insurance company guy, you being an accountant. As a matter of fact, the work ethic that you learned as an insurance guy Mm -hmm. and then as as just a detail oriented that you wear as a finance guy, they became your real strength. And those are the strengths that you were able to use in this role. So yeah. I think most people think that salespeople are like, well, they're just bond salespeople, like, you know, you know, and not everybody's Lucas, right? So <laughs> how, how do we, how do we kind of get those skills? So by leveraging the skill sets that you already have from other careers can be an asset that probably nobody else has on your team. So hmm. I think that was just beautiful. Yeah. So anything else, Brad and Jim, if you want to give one advice to somebody out there today that is trying to be into this role, what would you say? Trying to get in, trying yeah, to get trying into Yeah, trying to be in SDR role. or just crush SDR role or is, is in the trenches like you guys were yeah. uh, a couple of years ago? I'd say just be confident. 
if you know, hopefully you believe in the organization that you're yeah. working for. If you don't, maybe maybe look for another job. But <laughs> assuming you believe in your product that you're calling about, just be confident and know that hey, regardless of people's response, like I am trying to you know inform them of something that I think could be valuable to them. And yeah, be confident in like what you're selling. Like, yeah, believe in what you're, in selling, what you're and, doing. and in yourself in yeah. the midst of hard days and hard weeks in the role. Don't like Jim said. Don't don't take things personally and, and be confident that hey, I, I can do this. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think I would say kind of twofold, like you have to have the work ethic to get up and do it every single day yep. and and be okay with being told no over and over again. But then also like not, and I think in account-based marketing, people are craving more and more a personalized and tailored start to beginning in a sales process right. or in any experience. So I would say to SDRs out there today, like do your research on these people, mm-hmm. like know what they, what they want, know what they're looking for, because there's so many, you know, with the rise of sales automation, there's so many emails that go, especially to marketers every yeah. single day, they're getting hundreds and thousands of emails a week mm. that say the same exact thing over and over. Yeah. Give me 10 minutes of your time. Yeah. Give me 10 minutes of your time. So working hard, but then also like taking the time to research that person, that company, figuring out what they want and need. And then being able to put that into a short, you know, snippet of an email yeah. and boil it down to capture their attention or I think kind of go hand in hand. So at work ethic and, and just being able to really know, yeah, know what's going on and, and be relevant. I love that. Brad, Jim, thank you so much, guys. This was fun. Yeah. yeah thanks awesome. for having us. All right. Cool. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.